Hey everyone and welcome to the latest episode of the Sick and Sickening podcast. Today I have the amazing Joss Merritt who is a writer, disability activist and all-round badass. Hey Josh, thanks for being here today. Lovely to hey, see Rox. you. You too. Hey Roxy, thank you so much for having me. 2022 babe. Can you let everyone know just a little bit about you and how amazing you are? I don't feel like I'm active enough to call myself an activist but yes I'm definitely a say disabled and disability activist uh, I'm a writer I'm a director apparently an actor although my skills might sort of bring that into question but we'll see how that goes <laughs> um yeah I, I'm like I've been commissioned with like BBC um, funded by Arts Council numerous times to do plays and films um commissioned with various theatres um yeah, going right back. I mean, I've been working in the industry for over, Jesus, I remembered this the other day and it made it kind of worried me a bit, over 10 years now. Wow, that's incredible. Um, yeah, well, it's, I mean, I've had, like you and I discussed earlier, but I mean, that's just life as well in general, but um, I've had peaks and troughs, so I haven't been like consistent the whole way through. You know, I've had sort of like periods where I've kind of, disappeared off the map for a bit because of health as we issues. all do yeah yeah exactly everyone it's not just uh, we live uh, with disabilities at the end of the day so our life is not exactly like the same trajectory as everyone else yeah that's it it's it's just it's different isn't it so uh, it's, it's again it's um it's only recently i feel that the rest of the world is kind of adapting adapting to our routes routines and kind of starting to understand whereas like even just seven seven eight years ago you know or less it was kind of like you were just made to feel like an outsider if you struggled for the people that are listening like what is your disability because obviously everyone knows i have ms but what is it that you deal with day to day that makes your journey slightly unique especially working through television yes well i mean i'm so i'm autistic and dyspraxic um those are my so I've been diagnosed with both of those for which I believe is quite unique in a way um I've been diagnosed for over 30 years now so I was diagnosed when I was two years old um and wow which cost which cost my mum a lot of money I think she said it was like in today's money it's like it was like the equivalent of 10 grand um she was told actually in this this I forget the well I won't name obviously but um, he was supposedly like the world leading specialist or one of them in autism and basically told my mum not to expect too much from me and kind of just like I was a write-off. Well, um, Josh, I think you proved him wrong, babes. <laughs> you know it. Well, my, my mum is very proud of me and she knows, she knows, she, she always knew that wasn't true. She always knew that was rubbish anyway, so God better for that um for believing in me for the for the viewers i want them to know that basically last year we met on the amazing show that is called when barbara met Allen. that's coming out tomorrow at 9 p.m on yeah. bbc too yeah um my favorite name is piss on pity um and yeah see josh got it too and then you've got the same when people don't vote tory and obviously yeah. another Dan says kiss on pity. I'd now, say every, everyone don't vote Tory, but they Yeah. <laughs> well, I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. But especially us because hey, our rights matter. 
nothing without us nothing about us without us nothing nothing without us no i've I've messed it up now as well nothing about without us yeah Ah. you got it right the first time anyway sorry i interrupted you you were gonna make it very (laughs) it's fine it's totally fine that's just the beauty of us two talking um how are you feeling about this coming out tomorrow are you excited i am very excited um as I was mentioning to you earlier, I'm extremely excited. At the same time, it's very much a it's very much a turning point uh, in storytelling and the industry. Um, so when you love with something this much, a project, and you care about it, and so passionate about obviously the subject matter and uh, improving accessibility and rights uh, for you know. Well, in general, but for disabled people, it's it's you worry, you know, you worry that any 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 number of things could go wrong, and it might and it might not take off, or it might not um, strike a chord as you hope it would. But it feels like everyone, like you said to me, knocked it out of the park and was on their A game, yeah, A plus plus game, and the reviews also- have been amazing. Yeah, they have. It's like, well, I was, I was in the shop the other day and I, so we were on the cover of Guardian, which is amazing, uh, on the, the cover of the, the Saturday edition um, of the What's On Guide. Um, and then uh, a very arrogant, well, not arrogant, I suppose it is a little bit arrogant, but also found that we're in the radio, uh, radio time. So I bought a copy of that. We're also in all the TV mags. So um, like Ferguson Reese Pantry, they're they're in What's on TV. There's a lovely photo of them in there with the Right Stop Charity sign, and Liz is in there. And then we're we're just basically everywhere. And then I saw Bruce, our director, Bruce Goodinson, or co-director, because obviously Amit, was, yeah, it is amazing. Um, and Bruce. We're in the independent. I think we're the critics' choice of the week, and then all the mags, we're all the TV mags, we're best of the week and top pick of the week and critics' choice and like getting five star reviews. And then they've got a big write up in the Guardian where the 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 journalist was saying like it's amazing and it's going to change everything. You need to watch it. Like and yeah, it's just it's very exciting to be part of it, you know and. I feel, as I said to you earlier, I feel much like you do. I'm sure I feel extremely lucky to be here and to have been there, you know, to have been involved, you know. It's, um, yeah, it's quite beautiful. It's very beautiful. beautiful. Like, I've met you and such amazing people. And the funny thing about all of us is that we're activists in our own right and we've been able to connect. I love the fact that it's written by disabled people, about a disability revolution that's never been televised before that no one I didn't even know existed and I do disability rights this is a story needs to be told Barbara is amazing we've met her in real life she's incredible lovely woman to talk to and ultimately we need to share a story because there's still rights that we have to fight for and it's nice to see a how she went about it so that we can figure out what we need to do to continue this and also to share her story because she's a revolutionary she's She's the punkiest punk ever. Like she she's very pushed cool. something. 
when no one else was doing it and that to me is like the most incredible you've got to champion that person you've got to share that story because well, we have rights we can survive we can get to a job we can have money we can get on a bus and get on yes. transport because of her and without her and alan and all the other people that were involved in that revolution because there's many people that have too many names to name we wouldn't be able to do that and it wasn't that long ago that's the crazy thing no, about it it was only it, the 90s i was alive I'm, i know i know i was i was i was six i mean it's like um the, the thing is i i, I said to them because i feel like i haven't expressed it enough to especially barbara and alan but i said to them the other day i said you know wouldn't you know we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you you know and obviously and i've and i said this before like when i came on the project i was like you know i was six and i was like if if you know if it weren't for them you know my my life might have been very different the trajectory of it and i mean like we got to work like barbara was i mean that's proper punk because you're not doing it as like a a trend or a fad you know you're like the the risk the risk of it is that starting a revolution is that you're on your own and you're starting out with probably not that many people on your side of believing or believing you and your job is to change their minds which barbara and alan totally did and that's real punk you know because you're not doing it for any other reason they're pure reasons i mean alan i only know alan through facebook but he seems really lovely um as well and yeah barbara was on women's women's hour radio four with ruth i don't know if you've listened to that yet but no they were both on i'm gonna listen to that tomorrow on my head i'm going to take it with me when i go out but um yeah it's just and then we were so lucky to work with like you know like matt you know some oh matt fraser matt fraser and liz carr who were original dan activists protesters were actually there in the original process and i mean like and we had about 10 or maybe 15 of the original dan activists direct action network they were there with us as the course Sharon's stories. as well yeah the stories Sharon's that we story. sat over breakfast just listening to was just so like oh my god like all you do is walk around and again thank you I appreciate you thank you for doing this like you're the most amazing people and really and truly I'm eating breakfast and having rights and people care about my life and the fact that I even exist because you all fought for something that no one cared about back then you know yeah. and I don't want to say too much I don't want to ruin the story for other people that may or may not have seen it but like if you haven't watched it and you're listening to this, absolutely go and watch it, no matter what country you're in, because it's incredible. Yeah. And you'll never believe what someone in a wheelchair can do. I know, I was quite amazed. I know, and like and like the people people with people with crutches, you know, like it's like, you know, I, I couldn't believe really like um a good a good friend Marcus, you know, Marcus, I'm gonna be doing the Marcus uh, is amazing. Yeah, Marcus Wolf, and he's um yeah he's absolutely incredible and um he yeah when we were doing the still fights this day right marcus still still is an activist to this moment like still fighting for our rights to this day marcus is i mean i i've I've met up with marcus a few times recently because he actually lives in the same town as as me now he lives he lives there so we we've meeting up for coffees like every week and he was yeah he's so he he was telling me the other day before i tell that story the onset story the sexy story um he was telling me that it was it was only like 20 years ago that he 
he was being told by directors, you know, when he was trying for acting roles, because he's a, he's very much a polymath as well, you know, like us, he does lots of different amazing things. And he said it was only like 20 years ago that he was still being told by directors, sorry, we don't want any uh, cripples in our in our productions like you know it's like well, i love those ableist words <laughs> oh yeah what cri- cripples well i i love the fact that much like you know like you said with with um the queer community that was that was a derogatory term that was an, a slang insult and and the community reclaimed it as their we own we reclaimed it right our group names like the best <laughs> Yeah, I know what war, war, uh, what's that group? Yeah, Walker's the, uh, Crips. Walker's Crips. I who came up with that? Was that Reese? If it wasn't um, Reese, it was Tom. Course. One or two, though. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> surprised that it was Tom House. Yeah, no, it's just Walker's Crips. I love that. I told someone that yesterday, and they laughed, and it's a very good fun. And um, it's yeah, and so Marcus said, which is you know, same Crips. You know, we've reclaimed that neurodivergent you know was very much uh, I mean it was established by I forget the late I think it was a lady I forget the lady's name not that long ago but the community we kind of sort of claimed it as our own although I've interestingly just noticed in the last couple of weeks that there now seems to be some distinction forming between uh, neurodivergent and disabled like people don't people consider them separate and I'm not sure how I feel about that it doesn't necessarily it doesn't work for Worry, me because yeah. I have MS. So to be honest, like it's a brain disease really. And it yeah. affects my cognition and also creates black holes and lesions in my brain. So I'm both neurodivergent mm. and disabled. So as much as people want to de- make them different, some people actually have both those things as an issue. So yes, it's, it's the thing about terminology and language. And even the thing about being called disabled or person disability is very personal to how you mm. want to be addressed. And that's the thing about the same with pronoun. You ask someone what works for them and then you yes. honour that. Do you know what I, I mean? I agree. I, I think, and that's what people are, and actually the TV industry has been really good uh, with that for the last, for the last couple of years, even just before COVID, I found that they were sort of like, uh, they were very, you know, access requirements and saying, oh, what, what do you prefer? And just sort of, and I agree with you. It's always, there's nothing there's nothing wrong about there's nothing there's nothing wrong about being respectful you know i think um you know you can't you can't sort of care or ask too much i don't think i mean until someone goes you know shut up i'm fine leave me alone you go you're right you sure you're all right <laughs> um but yeah the um yeah like with marcus when when he was when we were doing the telephone we were filming the on southback we were filming the I don't know if this is a spoiler. I don't. Is it a spoiler? Spoiler alert, just in case you're listening. Yeah. The next three, four minutes may feel like a spoiler to you, but I'm pretty sure it isn't because the story is so diverse and there's so many levels. There's things we don't even yes. know that we That's have it. to wait to watch tomorrow. Which I know. I'm, so I'm so, about. I know. Me too. I'm like, there's, there's like an hour. It's an hour and it's a 70 minute film, and yeah, we just don't. We haven't even. Like see, we've seen the trailer, but we don't know how it's going to play or how they. It's very interesting. I noticed that I didn't know that they were going to be doing the. Maybe that was the directorial decision between Bruce and Amit, but um, the breaking fourth wall. I don't know if you noticed that in the trailer, but when like Bruce, Bruce 
not Arthur, interestingly, I don't think, but Ruth talks as Barbara talks to the audience and breaks the fourth wall. So I'll be interesting to see how that works. But yeah, the telephone process when that was um was it was it Granada or was it um Oh, you're talking about the ITV one that we did. Yeah, that was was it. ITN back in the day. I think it it maybe ITN, but we the the studios were like because I think Granada because they were. But anyway, it's the telephone, which is obviously what our t-shirts are about. Block telephone because it was a very sort of patronising thing, and it was um yeah. Marcus was just like charging along like well we were all charging along but you know he walks with and he so he like saved all his energy reserves up and he's faster than me he was like there before i even realized <laughs> like a like a sort of horse out past the post you know it's like he was yeah he was in it he felt the moment but i think we all did like saying yeah. words screaming shouting pointing like You'd never seen something disabled people move so quickly ever. Like, I know because they're angry. That's it. That's, we we were. We were fuels you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was and it was passion to tell to tell the story and uh, and deliver it as. I don't want to say convincingly as we could because there's it's all it's all real for us. That's you know that brings lives experience into it. But it was just that, like you said, it was that. Um big ball of concentrated uh you know group energy um, group group energy and it just mob (laughs) yeah mob mentality well there was a little bit of that going on because we we were like proper fighting with the popo at times the uh not the actual (laughs) popo yeah i know i love i love the popo i do have great respect for the i was talking to two lovely police officers yesterday actually um and yeah, no, it's just they. I, there was one point actually on set, and I don't know if you. I think we talked about this. I don't know if you had. I think someone, maybe you or someone, had a similar incident. But you know, there were we were out in the streets sometimes, like and filming with um, police officer extras, and you know, most of them were actors, and I got the call the night before. And one or two of them, I think, had were actually one or two were actually off-duty police officers. Um, which brought again real lived experience to it and the problem is we we're out in the streets at one point and there it was quite public so I I started I went and sort of like gave grief to these two officers and I was like <laughs> sort of and I and I and I wrestled with one of them because they they had walked kind of into shot and they were like, no, no, like some, someone told me, no, no. And they were actual police officers that were just like on, on duty on the beat. And I was like, I was going, like that. I was going, you, you goddamn Rosas, like that, and calling them Rosas. Because I was trying to be Method his 80s, 90s. Yeah, I was shouting Rosas a lot. I don't know if you remember me shouting Rosas. Like, but well, a lot of swear words, a lot of rosters, a lot of piss on your pee, and a lot of middle fingers, and and a lot of of canes in the air. (laughs) Oh my god, the canes! Yeah, well, I mean, like when we had the when they had the barriers up at the telephone process, and I, I, yeah, and then like lots of canes getting like whacked on people and shoved through the shoved through the fence and stuff. Yeah, they were all really good sports, though, weren't they? Like, they were really interested in. Because they'd come in at the last minute, so they didn't know necessarily what 
what it was really about. They had a rough idea, but they really wanted to know and they wanted to, they were like, oh, it's really great that this is happening, you know, and they wanted to talk to us about it and learn. And they just were like laughing with us. You know, we were all having, it was really fun. That was one thing. I know it was stressful and very hectic and COVID stuff, but it probably wasn't fun for the aid, the assistant directors and that, but that's what I remember largely is, is the, the fun and the enthusiasm of it all and all of us. It was incredibly fun. It was yeah. like a few weeks of just good vibes, beautiful people down to the directors like Emma and Bruce, mm. Bryony, Matt, Ruth, Arthur, Reese, yes. Fergus, um, Pippa. There's so yeah, many. Pippa. There's so many people that I can't remember the names of meeting Amy, meeting you, all these people that believed and felt so connected to this like for you and me it was our first ever like essay job and it just felt like the right place to be and it was beautiful and we spent three weeks of just talking to each other having such great conversations in between shots yeah the most amazing people linking up having sharing our own stories about activism and it was just it was gorgeous actually like I've never but I was like I said, I've never been on lot of sets, but obviously I have been on other sets, other things, but not in mm. that kind of capacity. And even down to the ADs, just how everyone understood the like accessibility needs of everyone and made mm. sure that we had the food and the spaces, the places they hired to store us, store us. We sound like, you know what I mean? Where to house <laughs> us in between put, shots. Put us in a room and lock us. We're so sleep. accessible. Like the lifts, in, especially when we was in like central London, the lifts that allowed at least to just transition effortlessly into the mm. situations that we need to be in. And the rooms, it was just so well thought out and so well prepared um i kind of appreciate that but it also shows there's no excuse not to this is it and and i think for younger josh i don't know about younger roxy but also seeing 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 a show like that an actual you know actually disabled people in it 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 would make me feel not so alone and i think as you we said you know it's disabled and non-disabled um it's 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 just a show about it could be any any community it's like it could be anyone it's about camaraderie and family you know and about and everyone can relate even if you can't relate to the subject at first piece of uh, disability everyone can relate to the idea of uh, activism and protest you know and like in, in, yeah and love and sexy sex time Every everyone loves a good sex Sorry. Josh, we're not invisible. And you know, that's my hashtag. We are not invisible because we're not invisible. And we need more visibility and we need more people sharing our stories because they're valid. And to be honest, any disability activism or access that's created benefits everyone, disabled or not. So little Roxy absolutely stoked to be on there for one was like oh my god this feels like so right for everything I did being misdiagnosed having to Mm. fight for like my own condition and the visibility and also the visibility for people of color in a disease that Mm. was seen as so white and only female based because I fight for guys too I just hope that this allows someone else to be like you know what I'm worthy I'm incredible 
I can be punk as hell. I can fight for what I want. I deserve space, awareness, accessibility and beauty. And I hope that people see the need to share more of our stories on TV and to champion people like Ruth and um, to continue to create better change for us because we absolutely deserve it and we're incredible to be honest and that's not me just saying that I just think we are and it's not inspirational porn but when you have no. when you watch the story and you see what people are up against and the fact that they still went through it and they use comedy and music as a tool mm. to create what they created you will also think wow and mm. yeah that's where I'll leave that so and um, do let us know what you think below if you've watched it and how it's made you feel as a disabled or non-disabled person, including care or otherwise. And whether you want to see more stuff like this, because, you know, people like Josh are writers. I do my disability activism and I don't know. I appreciate it. And I'm so glad that I got to meet you and all everyone else as well. Like you said a minute ago about people having these conversations, it's, you know, thank you so much for, you, you know you're you're an incredible advocate you know and you speak out and I see on social media all the time I know I'm not on Insta but you know I'm on Twitter and um and I, may I also recommend to shout out to two other amazing disability organizations as well in Absolutely, case people please noticed. do so there's Dank Disabled Artists Network Organization um community sorry I just completely got the abbreviation wrong um they're absolutely amazing and they're really like they've been changing the in the industry for a long time and they're yeah. extremely well connected lots of great webinars amazing people and also deaf and disabled people in tv which is actually co was co-founded by our very own Brian Arnold yeah um, I follow them both and the amazing yes. opportunities and talks that I've been like watching and listening and I get a weekly email from both of them and they're full of such great materials so if you don't follow them anyone listening I would suggest following them the amount of empowerment that you can see them have opportunities and just the people involved in general are just amazing people just to watch this yes. is going to be incredible Josh isn't it it's going to be it's going to be absolutely a complete barnstormer I reckon and I it's I'm really I'm really ashamed of myself because all I'm like all I'm like, oh God, I'm like I'm like I wonder what the sex scene's like you know I'm just <laughs> I I'm just like it's I, I think in tv like you said it's it's it has been done but I think maybe not with this much it's come at a real I, I don't want to say moment that that might take away from it but the importance of it and the impact but it feels like perfect timing you know it just feels like a real it's created this kind of moment um and one last thing i'll leave you with because this will make you happy i know after what you said earlier they're actually using them barbara mcallen now i think officially it's being used as a uh, to to feel like to, they're learning from it for other tv productions like they're actually for, there's a big document that they're making for other like company production companies and stuff to to learn from so that's incredible and there's one more shout out to jack form because you know what he's changing the scene not alone but he deserves every bit of recognition that he gets because yes. it's not feet and it takes a lot of time dedication and he's put it all in and his talk after this when we shot this was so 
oh my god beautiful and maybe cry a little bit not gonna lie and I appreciate him for doing that his honesty of not doing enough and then all the beauty of him creating what he didn't do before and making it so much better so thank you Jack and he's been like you said the Matagal lecture and it's just it was incredible and so moving and literally that shifted the industry I felt it I saw it firsthand literally the next day it had changed everything had changed like and you know Netflix BBC opened a fund to commission new ideas from disabled writers all the broadcasters like Channel 4 were who were already great anyway and actively involved in that regard were like post you know posting you know press releases saying we're going to commission more we're making you know we're gonna we're intending in the next year we're going to commission more disabled writers and dramas and um yeah jack's jack's incredible um and yeah thank you jack well i'm gonna end it with you josh thank you for being sick and sickening for being here today with me to discuss my favorite title piss on pity because you know that's punk as hell and that's how we like to end life (laughs) punk as fuck because we can swear on this podcast piss and pity block telephone watch it tomorrow 9 p.m on bbc2 and if you're watching this on delay or after the fact iplayer and if you're in another country netflix let us know what you think follow josh on twitter i'll put his details below follow me follow the story and next time we'll be talking about that amazing sex scene in it yes and i'll see what everyone thinks um from my heart to yours josh thank you very much love 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 you, base. I can, I can never do this. I can do that. What does the light? So love and love and light. <laughs> you got the nails for it, though, babes. I do, I do, I do. I thought come on, babes. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing. Your I appreciate you. Thank I, you so much. I appreciate you, and you're making a real, you're making a real change. And you've made a real change in my life because you're. I love you very much, and you've become a great friend. <laughs>